I once had a crush on this girl named Amanda. I was in fourth grade going to Catholic school, and I would stare at her. I would stare at her <coughs> with uh, admiration uh, during uh, Friday morning mass. And one day I was looking at her, and um, I was, you know, just staring, and without even hesitating, uh, you know, just like it was it was a natural thing, she began to pick her nose quite quite uh, obtrusively pulled out a booger that I could see from where I was sitting. It was on the tip of her finger and again, without any hesitation, inserted this booger into her mouth and began to chew. about the 90s i am your host michael joseph and i am your other host adam michael across from me is my co-host together michael we are host adam mike how's it going man i'm doing really well first of all it's incredible to see you how are you back to my house i'm good uh very good nice ladies and gentlemen we we took three weeks off uh i don't even know it was three or two or three I think three. Nine. It might have been two weeks. And we're also coming up on a year, the year anniversary of this fantastic showcase. Yeah, next week. Yeah. Next I had week. moved to Fort Worth. I didn't have a job. I was interviewing. Uh, some woman interviewed me and then hired mm-hmm. me. And now we're great friends. Mm-hmm. And anyway. you uh, You've been serving and bartending. And, yeah. Uh, podcasting for the last year. Ladies and gentlemen, in the weeks to come, I will become a full-time day trader. I'll be making way more money doing that. And guess what? You'll probably see this show everywhere because one of the things I plan to do is put more into this show. Oh, really? Yeah. It's it's worth it and deserves it. But I've been putting a lot of attention on that lately because it's going to change my life for the better. I I haven't even (coughs) been keeping up with, like, tweeting stuff i try to get on twitter and like you know engage people and try i don't to blame you Adam. well you do a lot for the show you do a lot well not this week that's all right <laughs> well we'll here's what we'll do you know we'll we'll just we'll we'll i'll i'll put a little bit more effort into brainstorming you know and, and, and so you you already put in a lot of effort i feel like you know my legs are really kind of short in this race and i'm Oh, I like me. that image, like midget Mike. Yeah, midget. Well, I believe they want to be called little people. But if it were you, I'd just call you a midget. Yeah, I'd be know? like, look at that short little asshole. <laughs> <laughs> what a piece of shit. Look, he's not even normal. What an abnormal little fuck face. Did anyway, you hear about the bagel guy? No, who's that? Uh, just uh, on, on Twitter today, there was, they were all uh, making fun of this guy who is like uh, five foot tall and... Uh, he was at a bagel boss in New York, I believe, mm-hmm. and was yelling at female employees because uh, he never gets dates on Tinder because he's five foot tall and people laugh at him and he sees people smirk at him and he got really mad at this bagel place and he blew up and people filmed him and some guy tackled him. 
And uh, so, you know, people were taking shots at him all day on Twitter. And I, I, I laughed at some of them, but I also felt kind of uh, guilty for laughing at somebody else's... Um, Misfortune, yes. Somebody else's, you know, just moment of, of, of shame and crisis and pity. And, uh, Here's the thing, but Adam. it was quite hilarious. It is funny. Um, <laughs> we need to allow ourselves a little bit of leeway to embarrass ourselves. Mm-hmm. I'm going to tell you right now. Um, I've said some really horrible things about people as a server. I've said some things that are blatantly racist and absolutely hateful. Uh, not and not just towards one group of people, towards several. Pretty yeah. dude, pretty much everybody. There is always a reason to hate everyone. Which if there is. You've got to understand you have to take a step back, take a breath, and realize that if there's a reason to hate, you must create a reason to love. There's always going to be, like, the, here's, here's the thing. Well, things, right? the, the, the important thing is, it's like, <clears throat> excuse me, it's like what I've said before. Like, if you're having a bad day, if things bother you, if you have a negative thought, you can't control that. No one can control that. Like, I don't give, you know, this whole bullshit... Oh, I'm glad you got caught. I'm glad. I'm going to ruin. That's fucking horrible. Every single goddamn fucking human being on the planet is is capable of doing life-ruining things. Probably has before, but it's buried, you know, somewhere and and it should stay there. Every single person is fallible. Uh, and and what we need to do is just allow ourselves to give ourselves the opportunity, the chance to make corrections mm-hmm. and and to just declare the opposite. If you feel a certain way, you know it's wrong or you know it's not beneficial or it's going to cause you pain or or you're frustrated, just take a step back and declare the opposite, even if you don't believe it or feel it. And just do that until goodness becomes your reality. Because nobody is inherently good. There there isn't Everybody's a little bit racist. Everybody's a little bit sexist, homophobic, all that shit. You think that the things that are unnatural to you are weird. It's a natural thing to feel. There's nothing wrong with it. But what you need to do is understand what's going to make the world better, what's going to spread more love, and just try and act in that direction. And you will slowly but surely uh, be able to put yourself... In, in a right state of mind for the benefit of everyone. But, you know, that's the thing. That guy, I don't know. I didn't know anything about this story. I don't know that guy. Uh, yep, I know. I know what you're doing. Uh, <laughs> you know, I'm just... Uh, <clears throat> I don't know that guy. But it's like, but you're, but you're right, dude. I mean, it's like, dude, he had a moment of just insanity. And he needs to be allowed to have it. Just let him have it, man. Let him say stupid, awful shit that he's going to regret. You know, we we just, gosh, man, we're all capable of falling off a fucking cliff mentally. We are. It's just so stupid to, to, to try and destroy each other. We can't keep doing that. I mean, you know, there, there, there will never be anyone that's on the top of the hill who the whole world will declare you are right. Your way is right. There will never be anyone on that hill. That fucking hill doesn't exist. There is no mountain. There's just a, a level playing field, and we're all, all in it. You know, we get we, we have to get along. We we have to. Uh, you know, it, it, it's it's the only way. Yeah, you know? and, and, and and chaos exists in the world. That's the thing. Chaos exists, and it, sometimes it comes through you. So just let it pass. You know, be 
have some fucking grace for people. You know, have some mercy for people. Everybody needs each other's mercy. We all do. And you know, it's just... We're gonna need that. And these self-righteous fucking pieces of shit out, out there in, in, in the goddamn world trying to make everyone feel bad, you know, for fucking up. It's like, man, we all fuck up. We all get embarrassed. We, we all feel shame, guilt. That's, that's the thing. Perfection isn't attainable. It's all about opportunity. You have the opportunity to grow. You know, if, if, if you decide to take those opportunities to grow, man, that's what living is all about. Life is fucking up. Life is mistakes. And it's growth. It's an incredible thing. It's an incredible thing to be wrong and start the journey towards what's right. That's an amazing thing. But the only way that we can take that journey is if we've got to give ourselves the permission to sometimes be wrong. Yeah. Yeah, that's right, man. And that's all I have to say about that. So if that little son of a bitch wants to run around talking about how he don't like bitches who want to date him and suck his dick, man, let him do it. That's let him pretty get much upset. what it was like. Yeah. Who knows, man? His penis might be huge. Well, I don't. I don't know that that's the point. Well, as as uh, <laughs> as you once told me, <laughs> Wait, what was it? Not, it's not the size of the boat; it's the motion of the ocean, or something like I, that. I'm very, I'm very happy and secure with the size <laughs> of my penis. I've never had a problem with it. I think it's a delightful uh, swinger. <clears throat> um, I need to cut the hair, though. I have a huge, let's, huge, let's massive amount of pubic hair. Right no, there. absolutely not, Adam. I will say what I want. <laughs> I will be the human being I want. My pubic hair grows just like the hair on my head and face. And sometimes it needs to be mowed. Like a lawn. Anyway, ladies and gentlemen, here's what we're going to talk about tonight. I'm going to be honest with you right now. You guys are a respectable audience, so I'm going to have respect for you and be honest as the host. Adam and I have no fucking plan at all tonight. We, re we like five minutes ago discussed, shit, dude, what do you want to talk about? It's been three weeks. We can't. We can't put it off anymore. We, we need to do a show. We want to do a show. I want to do a show. He want to do a show. So here's what we're going to do. We are going to talk about the very first compact discs that we ever fucking bought. Adam, what was your first CD? The first CD I ever purchased with my own money was Sugar Ray 1459. Oh, what was yours, Mike? Hell yeah. My first CD that I ever picked up, it was from a place called... Um, uh, CD Warehouse or Sam Goody I think Sam Goody and it was the original motion picture soundtrack to the movie Beavis and Butthead Do America a movie oh, that myself yeah. and Andrew our good friend from Parquet Courts snuck into we were like yeah we want to go see uh, what was that at the time yeah, uh, Jumanji. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah That's what yeah. we're going to go see. Man, you know what we did? We took our fat dicks into the Beavis and Butthead movie, sat our asses down with some stolen candy, ate too much fucking stole sugar. candy, too? Hell, yeah. We did whatever the fuck Little we wanted. dirtbag children. Yeah. And then we skateboarded a little bit. <laughs> and, then, and then we sat and we ate it and we watched that movie and I... I loved it. What theater? Was that at the mall? I think it was the AMC Grand. Oh, the Grand. Oh, yeah. Uh. Snuck in, in the, at the Grand. 
The Grand was a big deal. Oh, yeah, AMC Grand was a big deal. Saw lots of great movies there. Yeah. Like Apollo 13. Yeah. And uh, Mission Impossible and mm-hmm. X-Men. Actually, Andrew and I went and saw Titanic there as oh, well. Yeah. We didn't sneak into that. We, we just went and saw it. And Andrew had already seen it. He loved it. And he could not wait for me to see Kate's boobs. Oh. I uh, I went with my family to that movie. Oh, and oh. my mom had this, like, uh, she called it her movie blankie because she always got cold in movie theaters. Uh-huh. And it was, like, this big black uh, cape kind of thing. And uh, during the, uh, the drawing scene, I was under the cape. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Do you want me to describe it? <laughs> no, that's okay. That's all right. Okay. <laughs> well, um, yeah. So, uh, why don't you play track one from uh, Sugar Ray? What album was it? Okay, again? so <laughs> it's it's called fourteen fifty nine. I had been a big fan of uh, <coughs> the uh, the hit single "Fly." Yeah, but that's not on this album. That was on Floored, their previous album. Yeah. And uh, shortly after uh, Fly ended its stay on the radio, um, Iron Grip on the charts. Mm, yeah, it was on there for Every a while. Morning hit mm-hmm. and uh, was another big hit of theirs. But the CD 1459 by Sugar Ray starts off really, really, really strangely. Let's hear it. Got some good advice in there. This is this is very positive. I I I, uh, I love it. I fucking love it. This is called New Direction, parentheses intro, and it's uh it's the way we're led into every morning. Did did we get to hear all of that? That was the whole thing. It was forty six seconds of uh I don't know what what you call that. Yeah, that was thrashy. Thrash metal. Pretty much, yeah. Some, uh, thrash metal on the stereo. So this is every morning. This is like a huge summer jam. Huge, huge hit. This big ass hit. I actually really hate this song, but that's okay. Actually, you know what? I don't Hold love on it a like second. I used to. It's got a good feeling. To it it right? feels. It does feel good. I am. Man, I'm feeling good. Mm. You, you want to know why? Do you know what it reminds me of? What's that like? Um, well, I used to live in uh, Los Angeles, California. Los Angeles, California? Yes, which is right now shaking. Shaking uh, and quaking. Shaking and quaking, yeah. It, yeah. And it kind of reminds me of that. Did you ever feel any earthquakes when you lived in Los Angeles, Dude, California? yes, two of them. Uh, one of them was fucking big. It's like 6.45 in the morning. Dude, seriously, I'd never been so scared. Never been so scared. The only time that scared me more was when I thought that I was uh, 
or thinking about the times now when I left Los Angeles to try and get back with that dumb bitch Casey, who has a horrible oh, well, family. That's not a, I mean, that's that's kind of a terrible thing to call her, don't you think? I have no respect. Okay, well. See, let, here, proceed. Here, well, here's the thing. <laughs> let me weave in and out of debauchery and elegance. Mm-hmm. So right now I just said something really debaucherous, which I actually don't mean at all. Uh, I, I only I only say that to enlighten this point that where yeah where where you can say something like that, which is something that I actually don't think. Um, but uh, I don't. Oh, I here what the I am point. like censoring you and making it. No, 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 no! You, you weren't censoring me. I forget what the point was. Um, let's just go back to the original thing, the earthquakes. Um, yes, 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 yes. So, like, ah, damn it! I had, I had a point there, but fuck her. Uh, you know what? It doesn't matter. Uh, I, I was just kidding about uh, Casey. She's, she's not a dumb bitch. I, I didn't mean that. Uh, but, but the earthquake thing, yes. So six forty-five. Um, 6.45, dude, yeah, I, I'm, I'm waking... Like, first, it, it was like a car hit the apartment building. Like oh, a yeah. Bi- like a big fucking car. And yeah. then and then it went away. But then it, like, the um the vibration, like, kind of died down to, like, minimal. And then it, like, slowly crept up into a really violent shake. Um, and it woke me completely up. Dude, and I was, I was fucking terrified. Like... Yeah, no, man, I was, I was, it scared the shit out of me. Did you ever uh, feel any of the earthquakes in Irving? No. Were you around for any of those? <clears throat> so, uh, shortly after we moved back to Irving, they started having earthquakes there because of fracking, I think. Yep. And uh, it was weird. Like, like you say, though, the first one that I experienced, it was in like June 2014, I believe, and my parents and I were, were in the living room and uh, I thought a car had hit the house like over by the garage. Mm-hmm. There was such loud bang. And uh, yeah, it was just a, it was an earthquake and I don't think it did any damage anywhere, but it was really insane. That never just happens here. Yeah, yeah. Um, there, there's actually a broadcast like uh the Los Angeles Morning News. They were like, um, they were doing their like morning news report. You can actually go on YouTube and see it, um, and the newscasters get under the, uh, under the table. Oh, the the one from last week? No, no, the one from when I was living there. Oh, okay, but yeah, the, that the happened one- last week too. Oh, really? Yeah. Holy shit! The newscaster, she's like, uh, we're gonna, we're gonna take shelter here and she like started climbing under the desk while she was still on camera that's crazy yeah yeah that, that exactly what happened um uh oh it was crazy i can't yeah it's you know i mean that that's what happens though i mean you down there it, you know you're gonna you're gonna hear about it it's and it's gonna happen again <laughs> so yeah okay mike so your first cd was the Beavis and Butthead Do America Yeah Soundtrack Oh yeah Do you remember what track one was on there? Yeah it was called Two Cool Guys By Isaac Hayes Oh yeah oh, That's Shit. like the, uh, the the theme song from Yeah the, From the show But all funked up 
It's all funkified. You know who did the original theme for the TV show? I didn't until you told me that it was ZZ Top. Yep. You want to know why? Because Beavis sense. and Butthead, all Texas. Yep. Mike Judge. Mike Judge from Austin, Texas. Dude, I'm a huge Mike Judge fan. He is the shit, man. What's up, dude? What is young Mike thinking when he takes home his newly purchased soundtrack and puts it in? And here's this funky little number. I, I loved it. Yeah? Man, I, I did. I, I really liked it. There was a lot of great songs. Oh, that sounds awesome right there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dude, it's so great. Cause that's for me when I uh, when I heard that that thrash metal. Uh, that's not what I was expecting to hear from Sugar Ray. The guys who had been this like sweet sounds of summer kind of thing. Yeah. Well, you know, I was, I was a little disturbed by it. I was like, what did I just buy? I spent my money on this. I saved fourteen dollars and went to Walmart. You know, it was Walmart. Yes, I believe it was. Yeah. A lot of a lot of people get their first album at Walmart, I believe. Artists have been known to uh, to censor themselves in order to be sold at Walmart. Yeah. Waif me by Nirvana. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The um, Wave me. the uh, the adulterated albums were sold at Walmart. Oh yeah. Wait, did it just start over? I don't know. Is it a... Yeah, no, that was the end. That was the end? That was the end. Well, YouTube has it. This is six minutes long. I guess it goes twice. A couple of mean guys. Yeah, no, they're just playing that song again. It's it's fucking great, man. Do it again. Round two. Well, let's go ahead and hear track two from uh. Here we go. Shit, here we go. Let me feed this down and do it, do it, do it proper. Let's do it proper. All right. <gasps> also, make sure we don't have to listen to an ad since we're uh. Oh. Resorting to YouTube here. Yeah. We played this before. This is the Red Hot Chili Peppers. What did he just say there that I talked over? You give me that funny feeling in my tummy. Oh, yeah. 
And then here comes Flea. He's about to yell. There it is. Is this when Dave Navarro was in the band? Yeah. was new and uh, I was a young child yeah I was forbade to watch it yeah but I snuck a few viewings yeah I uh I don't I don't know how but I was in my parents room one night and uh turned the cable box to MTV totally and saw an episode of Beavis and Butthead and was laughing about it. And uh, whenever I could hear somebody coming down the hall, I would change it to Nickelodeon. And so uh, I was able to uh, view a good amount of it that night. Nice. What would you think? I liked it. I laughed and uh, I, uh, I felt a little naughty. Yeah, yeah. The first time I saw this movie... I was with my uh, my best friend Jeremy, and uh, we had rented this and something else. And uh, and uh, after we watched it, he said, and he he had seen a lot a lot more stuff yeah. than I had. He, he said, "Man, I can't believe that was PG thirteen. That should have been R." <laughs> and I was like, I was feeling a little guilty, dude. That's but, awesome. Uh, I mean, I didn't, I didn't. I yeah. laughed. I laughed my butt off. Yeah, it was awesome. Funny movie. Yeah, it's cool to break the rules, Adam. Yeah, yeah. Rules suck. Yeah, fuck the rules. <laughs> fuck them. Roller coaster of love. How'd you like that uh, Chili Peppers cover there? I, I always liked it. That was another song I've always liked. Always really liked it a lot. The, uh, the video here has uh, animated Chili Peppers characters spliced into film footage and uh yeah yeah so there you have it so back to uh back to sugar nice okay so um always a great experience to buy a cd where you only know a couple songs Mm -hmm. and find more songs to love track three is called falls apart it's got a great guitar intro All you need is one chord. Yeah. Dude, I remember this song. Yeah, 
Do you remember it from the radio, or did you listen to this CD, or what? No, I think I, I think I heard this on the radio or a movie. Oh. I could see this being like the third single from this album. Yeah, this is one of my favorites on the record. I don't know that it was ever a single, but totally could have been. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's great. Got that kind of mournful, yearning quality to it. No, yeah, you're right, man. feels so good. Uh, we'll get to some songs pretty soon you won't be saying that about, but <laughs> this, is a, this is definitely one of the good ones. I put this on quite a few playlists in my day and uh, maybe a couple CDs I burned. Falls Apart, track three, Sugar Ray. I like that one a lot. Yeah, man, that was great. It looks like uh, the third one on Beavis and Butthead is Rat Finks, Suicide Tanks, and what was that? Oh, by White and Zombie. Cannibals. By White Zombie. Let's see. Oh, Cannibal yeah. Girls. Mm-hmm. Oh shit! This is when they eat the magic mushroom. They start tripping in the desert. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Here it comes, man. Oh yeah, rap things. It's got like all that rap thing kind of imagery. I don't know what he's saying. I think you would call this the chorus. Yeah. 
Usually when you play White Zombie or Rob Zombie, I'm like way into it, but not so much on this one. Y you don't like it? It's good. It's just like there's nothing really melodic about it to grab you, you know? You, you have to just think about yourself like stealing from a store. Okay. Or, or just like breaking someone's bush. Uh-huh. Yeah. Wait. Like a homeowner's bush? Like Yeah. Just pulling just it out of the ground. Destroying their property. Yeah. I actually wish somebody would do that to me. Um, but only with one specific bush that I really want to get rid of. Mm -hmm. and, uh, that's well, you gotta play this on the loudspeaker outside. Yeah, yeah. Maybe someone, somebody will someone just will like it. they'll just hear it. Man, and just get what the, the urge fuck? Oh, get that out of the ground, <laughs> and they'll do it. But I don't know. I, would they be able to? Because like, if I could, I would just this I would kind just of yank well, it out of the, the. Yeah, this is the kind of song that's it's I like a this, drug. I have this bush right by my driveway. It's very large. It's gotten much larger. Uh, since I moved in, and I've trimmed it back a number of times, but it's really just in the way. Like if you're bringing groceries in from the back of the minivan, and yeah, there's there's this bush you have to either walk around or go to the other side of the van to uh, to avoid because it is uh, it is it is imposing. It's it's and a big one. It's a big one. It's a big boy. It's taller than I am. And if there's uh, anybody on, I think the it uh, might be stronger than I am, and it might uh, be a better person than I am. So. <laughs> If anybody wants to murder this bush for me, uh, let me know. Yeah, man, get rid of that. I'll, I'll turn this song on for you, and uh, yeah, you can get your ass out. Probably there. just yank it out of the earth yourself. <coughs> that is Rat Finks, Suicide Tanks, and Cannibal Girls mm. by Cannibal Girls, White Zombie from Beavis and Butthead. Do America? They did it. They did. They did do it. Hey, Mike. What's up, man? Before you purchased Beavis and Butthead Do America in soundtrack form, mm -hmm. what CDs do you remember your parents having in your house? Um, Anything specific? Uh, okay, so here, um, my dad actually had the MC Hammer oh my record, goodness. Can't Let's Touch This. We're, we're going to hear that right now. Yeah, he had that. He, he, he had that, and he played it, and I loved it. Your dad had probably more CDs than anybody I've ever known. Yeah, and more vinyl. Oh, definitely more vinyl. Definitely more vinyl. Can't touch this. Yeah, my dad definitely did not have this. <laughs> you, you didn't have MC Hammer? Well, my dad definitely didn't. Um, I, I don't think anybody in my family did. Um, I would have. In 1990, I, I probably would have had it on tape cassette, though. A, you know, like a, a single, if I wanted it. Because uh, I liked this song when it was on the radio. Mm. 
Yeah, dude. And that's, uh, that's, you know, that's one of the first, like, huge rap songs. Yeah, yeah. As far as I know, and I, I don't know much. So I could be way yeah. off on that. <coughs> no, it was, def- it was, I mean, it was huge, man. It, it was, it, it was, was definitely huge. I just don't know if I'm justified in saying it was one of the first, but I probably am because I'm rarely wrong. <laughs> <laughs> I'm rarely wrong. I've been wrong a lot on this podcast. Um, That's fine. The first CD we ever had in our home, uh, I don't believe we even had a CD player yet, but uh, my brother, Matthew, my elder brother, he went to a uh, a lock-in yeah. at Crystal's Pizza. Oh, yeah, yeah. Which was much closer to your house than mine. Yeah, yeah. Um, and he brought home uh, a CD he won in some, uh, I don't know, some contest or a game or uh-huh. some feat of strength. I don't know. He was strong. Um, and it was Richard Marks, and I think it was a single of this song. Nineteen eighty nine hit, right here waiting. You probably love this song. It's some Brian Adams kind of crap. Oh man, oh I do love this song. <laughs> oh, oh you're tearing up, oh, like immediately. Oh my gosh, what have I done, dude? Play this whole fucking song. I broke Mike. It's four minutes long from this point. Listen to the whole fucking thing, dude. <laughs> then we're gonna listen to Nickelback. No, no. Yes, we fucking are. Then we're going to listen to Lone Star. Do you actually have tears in your eyes? <laughs> no, dude. I've got allergies. Oceans apart. Oh, God. Day after day. Yes. And I slowly go insane. Oh, shit. I hear your voice on the line. But it doesn't stop the pain. If I see you. Chorus, dude, chorus. Oh. It's pretty great. <laughs> I took for granted Dude, it's, it's 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 ballad gold. This was from 1989. We can't listen to the whole thing. I'm, I'm gonna give him one more chorus. All right. He probably launches into some epic bridge after that, though, right? Yeah. That's the rules. <laughs> It is very Brian Adams to Jason, isn't it? I, even though I like it, I, I wouldn't say it's as good as a Brian Adams song. Brian Adams is amazing. Oh, man. He's he's amazing. I, I don't know. I put it up there. Nah, man. This is at least as good as... Uh, I can't even think of one. Heaven? Dude, no. This are is, you This serious? is better than... Heaven Dude, are you Adams. fucking serious? No, it's yes. not. Dude, Heaven is an incredible oh, fucking right. song. Here's a bridge. Yeah. 
You could fade that. Yeah, I'm gonna fade that. Dude, that's dumb. No, it's true. It's no, smart. no, man. it's smart. No, heaven. You know what's even better? The uh, <laughs> Brian Adams unplugged version of heaven. That is fucking awesome. It is so awesome. Just yeah. Really quickly, I'm gonna play uh, uh, something else we had um, with our first CD. So, so my brother got that CD yeah. from Crystal's mm-hmm. Pizza. Which, if you're not from Irving, Texas, and uh, in your 30s, you might not know, was a really awesome pizza place built in an old mansion, or at least it seemed like an old mansion. It was yeah right next to a strip mall, so I'm not really sure about that. But uh, it had like an arcade and games, and um, you could win prizes and stuff. And it had a movie theater that was always playing Looney Tunes cartoons. You could sit out and eat while you yeah while you watched Looney Tunes. Uh huh. Um, so yeah, Crystal's Pizza was awesome. Um, but we also had, my dad got a CD player uh-huh. for Christmas, I think, just right after that. Nice. And um, he got a few CDs from my mom with that gift, and this is one of them. This is Luck of the Draw is the name of the album. This is Bonnie Raitt with Something to Talk About. Oh man, hell yeah, dude. She's a great guitarist. Dude, she's awesome. I love Bonnie Raitt. And this is a great album. Dude, this is a great song. This is a fucking awesome song. This is taking me back. Dude, yeah. I gotta fade it down there, but I could really listen to that whole thing right now. Um, Also, with with that first component CD player... There was also a pair of Beatles albums. The Beatles? A Hard Day's Night. Yeah, great one. And Help. Uh-huh. And I was looking at Help right here, and I can't pick, yeah. so I'm going to hit Shuffle Yeah, just play, help. The, play the Beatles, man. Who cares? Play the Beatles. I actually don't really like the song Help. This is track two. Oh, dude. Yeah, The, the Night, night before. before. Yeah. Hell yeah. It's fucking one of my favorites. Fuck yeah. Beatles. Dude, I really like the song Help. I'm into it. So yeah, I remember just like I specifically remember in that house with that CD player one one day where we were doing a family spring cleaning. Everybody was like cleaning out closets, and getting rid of old junk, and like cleaning under the stove and in. Junk like that, you know, pulling out the fridge, making sure the house is like nice and clean. Yeah. Spring cleaning, you know. 
and uh, this album was playing, and I bet we listened to every CD we had that day, which was probably just the two Beatles albums, the Richard Marks single and Bonnie Raitt at that time. Yeah. Good. Dude, the, the, this sounds like it could be like like something Green Day wrote and put on Dookie. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like sometimes the Beatles had some songs like this that just like, dude, these songs really rock. Yeah, and they're really timeless. Like, yeah. And and they're short. And all, well, not all, but a lot of my favorite music throughout throughout rock history is just really simple stuff like this. Yeah. And so when you say Green Day could do this, absolutely. Like, uh, well, you know, I, 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 what I'm, I'm, t- yeah, I'm, just, I'm, what I mean is just like, like if you put, if you put like heavy loud drums on that, big loud distorted guitars, and they wouldn't even have to sing it differently. You could just do that. It would sound like that. Would, that'd be a fucking punk rock song. Yeah, absolutely. That's great, man. Oh, this was the, the great thing about the Beatles, dude. We could have a whole fucking year's worth of. Things about the Beatles. The Beatles are one of those bands that, like, yes. I was just the next. This one is about the Sugar Ray. Yeah, uh, we can we can kind of talk over it. It kind of sucks. It's called that riff's Personal okay. Space Invader. The riff's okay. That's a cool riff. I want to get back to the Beatles though in a second here. Well, yeah, I man, I like that riff. I like it. The vocals are. Stupid. Like, nah, I don't like it. Oh, no, dude, it. no. Yeah, you just fucked it up. So anyway, the Beatles. What? New wave kind of B-52s, talking heads kind of thing dude, going on no, here. This is stupid. I don't like it. Horses. Whatever. But, um... The, Be- the Beatles are the kind of band. They no, I'm sorry. They're not any any kind of band. The Beatles. The Beatles are the band. The, I mean, I used to hate them in high school. I mean, I was adamantly against them without ever having really heard them. Yeah, the very yeah. first Beatles album I ever heard was the 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 CD that came out called One with all their oh, number yeah, one yeah. hits. And here's the thing. This CD that I that I, I was given was so scratched up that none of the songs would play without skipping. Like they all they all skipped so bad. But even when I when I first put it in, like "Love Me Do" was the first song. Uh-huh. I'd heard that before. Uh, I think the second song I can't remember what, what it was. But even with like the scratchy skippiness, I was like, "Wow, this is actually really good." I wish I could well, hear the real song. Did you just think you were listening to the Locusts? Who the fuck is that? He, oh, this, this Andrew put in a Locust CD, and I honestly thought that the CD was just skipping ridiculously, like, oh constantly. yeah, yeah. No, I, I heard. Yeah, no, the Locusts are shit. <laughs> no, they're a terrible band. Holy shit, my god, no. So one of the reasons it's been so long since we last recorded is my wife and I went on our tenth uh, anniversary cruise. Holy shit! Wow. And uh, it was amazing. We had a great time. Yeah. Um, one of my, one of the highlights of the cruise for me, yeah, was uh, on on board. There was a, uh, there were there were several trivia things, trivia trivia events, and um, 
there was a Beatles trivia on one of our last days mm-hmm. at sea. And uh, I went to... Natalie was actually sleeping during during this one, and I just went solo. And mm. uh, I I won Beatles trivia. And Dude, I bet did, you fucking if you, did. If you see that golden cruise I, ship I did up see there, that. that I wonder what that was. That is my reward for nice. winning Beatles trivia. 25 questions, and I got 23 correct. Holy shit, dude. That's awesome, though. Yeah. I mean, (laughs) I've heard of the Beatles, you know. Yeah. No, they're the greatest. The Beatles are the greatest. And I was one of the youngest people there answering questions. I I, I went to a prestigious music school for a little bit, and the only pop band, the only 20th century pop band that you study at all to any extent are the Beatles. As far as pop rock goes. What about? Oh, yeah. LL Cool J. What about LL Cool oh, J? Oh, yeah. Ladies love Cool James. Come on now, LL. Oh, my God. You know. This is called Ain't Nobody. This is a great song, actually. I'm the best when it comes to making love all night. Throw your butterscotch body beneath the red light. Blaze it up, girl. I'm a lace it real tight. Go deep till the full moon turn to sunlight. Till oh the darkness gosh. is gone. Love remains strong like the bond between mother and child. is so warm to the touch. Passionate interludes as such when you're gone. Your body's what I yearn to clutch. Just imagine ecstasy floating in a cloud. Animal attraction. LL Cool J, who uh, starred in Halloween H2O, also put out music for He did not die. Spoiler. He survives. You think he dies. But then he saves the day. You know, I'm starting to feel like these rappers just will say anything in their songs. <laughs> Have you heard some of these rap lyrics? Erogenous zones. Oh, it's, it's poetic. It's poetic. <laughs> it's beautiful. It really it's is. Nice. Thanks, LL. Thank you, LL. Ain't nobody. By LL Cool J. Uh, okay, here's another stinker from Sugar Ray called Live and Direct. <laughs> another stinker. <laughs> You're kind of genre hopping when you listen to this album. Might as well be a movie soundtrack, you know. Seriously, that's funny. I don't, I don't even know what you would call this, though. I don't know how to classify it. It's almost like they sampled a rock song for a rap song, you know? Yeah. Yeah. 
I don't know. What about my butt? <laughs> you know, I've I've hated other songs more than I yeah. hate this. It's definitely it was definitely a lesson in filler tracks, you know? Yeah. Like you, you you buy your first CD thinking, oh, okay, two solid hits from Sugar Ray. I'm sure to love everything they've ever done. And uh, oh, so see, I'll, I'll buy this dude, album. And, that uh, was a really big problem in the 90s. Yeah. Like, you know, you, you would buy a record that would have two good songs on it. I mean, I mean that was... That was something everybody. St- <coughs> Excuse me. <coughs> that was something everybody started noticing, <coughs> and that's why CD players started featuring the repeat button uh, and the loop button. Shuffle. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, there were there were a lot of CDs I bought that I was like, okay, well, uh, Oleander. Only under two good songs and uh, an album full of fluff filler tracks. You know? Yeah, it's a shame, man. It's a shame. I remember uh, Marcy Playground, uh, Sex and Candy, and um, Saint Jones on the school bus. Those are like the only two good, like. Oh yeah. Even yeah, I've never heard any other song from them, as far as I know, other than those two. Um. This is weird. I'm gonna turn yeah, this off. No, no, that, that was that was a huge, huge problem. I mean, yeah. because the profit that the music industry was making on CDs was just so stupid. I mean, they made such an incredible, huge amount of money. What's this? This is Ozzy Osbourne. Oh yeah, Walk on Water. This sounds like it would be in that movie. I never actually really liked this song. It's got that kind of Egyptian, like, snake charmer kind of tune in it. Yeah. Ozzy, though, right? Yeah. Man had staying power. Yeah. Um, his whole career is an amazing business strategy. Uh, thanks a big part to his wife, Sharon. I mean, there's an entire festival. Awesome. De- yeah, dedicated yeah. to him. Yeah. 
I think that's the one my dad went to uh, as a as security at Texas Stadium, you know, because the Irving Police Department. Yeah. Um, did all the security for events at Texas Stadium, and uh, he was he was very uh, disgusted with uh, the fans that showed up because they were like just trying to tear everything apart. Like during Metallica and stuff, they were just like tearing stuff off the seats where they could, and like actually just like trying to just destroy the whole place. And he came home complaining about it, and I'm like, Dad, you're so old. <laughs> No, I'm just kidding. I, I, they're just being destructive. Come on, they're just they're just having fun, Dad. Don't be such a dad. What what are you gonna do when you're watching Metallica? <laughs> Man. Okay, so we're back to uh one of the one of the hit singles from fourteen fifty nine. This is Someday. So I got this CD before Someday was a single, and I really liked this song. And uh, so when it hit the airwaves, I was like, you know, already on the inside, you know? Yeah, you you, you were, you were, yeah. I had the jump. Yeah, now I'm in. On Someday. I'm not a fan of this song, but if 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 a band wrote this song and showed it to me, and I was an executive, I'd be like, "Oh yeah, yeah, you guys have a hit." Uh-huh. Yeah, I, I don't like it at all, but th- this, yeah, you're gonna hear this on the radio. Yeah, I and it's gonna like be on the radio it. for a long time, and they're probably gonna play it over and over, and then it's gonna come back in 25 years. You got the Hammond in the background there. Yeah. Very cool. I still love this song, man. It's put together really it well. It sounds great. And uh, I love the lazy vocal Mark McGrath is doing here. Yeah, no, I mean, the, the whole package of it, I mean, it's just, it's really well done. This, uh... You know, we did that episode about the first songs we learned to play on guitar. Yeah. I probably should have included this song, but I didn't. I didn't think about it. But this is probably in the first handful of songs I learned. Very simple E minor, A minor, D kind of things, you know. Dude, since you played the Beatles, there's a... there's a that band I was telling you about earlier, oh, uh, yeah, Di- yeah. Dinosaur Pileup. Uh huh. We're, we're gonna check them out on the show. Oh yeah, because they they do kind of have like a '90s vibe a little bit. All right. I'm, wa- I'm wondering. I'm wondering actually what song to to to, tr- to show you. I'll think about it real <coughs> hard. Make it a good one. Well, here's I the mean, thing. They have like different vibes in a lot of their songs, and, and that's what I really really love about them. But there is one, the first one that I heard, that that I'll that I'll tell you about. But yeah, man, no, someday. That's dude, extremely someday. well put together song. I, I I cannot deny, uh, 
the the star power that that song has. Yeah, that's that's a great song, man. Oh yeah, no, no doubt. doubt. Oh, jeez, snakes. Yes. I don't know if I've ever heard this, but I am really liking this intro. That's such a great riff, dude. band yeah dude no no doubt is a great band you have to be to play this like all the pauses and everything syncopated mm-hmm. rhythm from orange county california dude you, you seem to have this like this this lingering awe for california and it's just like yeah so it's california you know I mean, that's cool, I guess. But, like, the way you say it, you just, like, you have this gleam in your eye. You know, a lot of there's a lot of <laughs> groups that are from there. I won't deny it. Sugar Ray's from Southern California. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. Which, which, you know, they, they certainly sound like they're from there. Well, I mean, there's just a lot of bands from there because that's where the labels are. It's yeah. easy. It's easier for them to stick out. Yeah, I mean, it's just it just is because they're all there and they make everyone else move there. But I mean, you have this pride when you say like when when we play Pantera or the Toadies and you say from Fort Worth, Texas. And, yeah, and well, you, that's you where seem I live. To have like maybe even more pride when you say from Los Angeles and you have this reverence in your voice like oh my gosh can you believe worship these golden gods from California I think you just woke up your kids (laughs) 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 
Oh gosh. Uh yeah, I know. I- I'm biased. <laughs> you should uh you should have lived in California. You should have grown up there. You should have been a surfer. Um well, see, but I can't deny my love for the state of Texas. Uh, my my admira- ad- admiration, admiration, and uh, un y- you like Texas, un- unwavering you support of the state of Texas. Okay, I would never deny Texas. I never turn my back on Texas. Let's see where we're at with this. Uh, Fourteen fifty nine, which, uh, by the way, they you know it was a little joke saying that their fifteen minutes of fame from Fly were almost up, but uh, you know. Oh wow, that's the, it was like their last second of fame. A little self-deprecating humor, you know. This song is called "Aim for Me." Sounds like the Bouncing Souls. <laughs> I love that band. Dude, this is a punk rock song. It also kind of reminds me of Jaded from uh, oh, Dream Day. A little bit. It's not that good. Yeah, this was another one I wasn't very into. You don't like it? I kind of like it. I, I probably would have liked it more later on, but I never listened to this CD very much after I started getting into other music and got more CDs. And uh, I, I like it, dude. Yeah, I kind of like it more now. I mean, I don't love it. I'll, I'll say that, but. It's one that I never liked back then, but I don't know. Maybe, uh, maybe if I gave it a chance, no, nah, man, that was cool. I'd be more into it. Nah, that that was cool. Okay, I was into uh, it. I'm, I'm into it now. You convinced me. Let's play it again and see if I like it better. No, let's let's not do that tonight. Maybe another time. Maybe another Who time. Dude. Here's some butthole surfers. Another Texas band from Texas. Wearing, oh yes, uh, that was the uh, that was the right amount of gravitas and like Texas from Texas. Here it comes. This is called "The Lord Is a Monkey," <laughs> a sentiment with which I might not agree. 
Mike, you can feel however you want about California, California bands. I'm not here to judge you. Yeah. What is this, Mike? Well, this is on the Beavis and Butthead Do America soundtrack. I don't really remember what uh, part in the film that it occurs, but it's in there. You got. You seem to have a little twang to your voice there, Mike. Oh. Well, now, when you're discussing a band from Austin, Texas, such as the Butthole Surfers, you want, you want to sound the part, man. Oh, All shit. right. God damn it. This feels like we're listening to Shania or something. Oh, that sounds like Pepper. She cut off my balls. That, it, it, you know, that song. Did you just hear that line? She cut off my balls and sewed them to my head. I didn't hear that. But that is not a nice thing for a lady to do. No, it's very rude. I don't know. Do you like this? You know, it's, it's maniacal enough for me to not mind. That is a good word for it. This is maniacal. Just changed. Yeah, man, the butthole surfers. The butthole <clears throat> surfers. Um, the song Pepper is great. Yeah, there was a part of that song that reminded me of Pepper. Yeah. Um, a lot. So yeah, yeah, butthole. I think they have a lot of great stuff. They're they're a pretty odd group. This is a this is one of the other ones on this album. By Sugar Ray that I really liked. Let's see. Let's see if it holds up. It's called Ode to the Lonely Hearted. Like this could have been the fourth single from this album. Um, Falls Apart was the third single, as I speculated it might have been. So it makes sense if you heard that on the radio. Nice. This song reminds me of my dad a lot. Really? Um, yeah. Um, I think when I bought this CD, it's still the only 
maybe the only CD player we had in our house was my dad. My my older brother might have had one by that point too. Um, as far as like you know, a component stereo kind of thing. Yeah. Um, but I remember listening to this this album a lot. My dad liked a lot of the you know the songs like this or uh, someday. Um, falls apart things like that actually my dad and I liked it and liked listening to it together so much that my mom and he uh, thought it was a good idea to buy it for my uncle for Christmas uh, who lives in Florida or Georgia or something and um, like I was like really you want it? you want to buy it? I mean like track one is like death metal like you're gonna send it to, to my uncle <laughs> Like, I'm going to have to explain it to him before he listens to it. Nah, dude, just let him, just let, just let him discover it. <laughs> he puts in this album we sent him for Christmas, and here's, here's that first track. He's like, what is this? This can't have been for me. <laughs> Ode to the Lonely Hearted, Sugar Ray. I just looked up the album, and it, it went three times platinum. And uh, peaked at number 17 on the Billboard 200 albums chart. Nice. How did Beavis and Butthead do America do? (laughs) I'll let you know. I'll let you know real soon. Let's go ahead and hear White Trash by Southern Culture on the Skids. Oh, this sounds like a live track. Oh, yeah. Yeah, no, it definitely wasn't live. We should probably find a YouTube version of the the actual song, because that doesn't sound too good. That was not very good. Was there? Oh, here it is. Was there a rancid song on that album? Yeah. Sorry.
Yeah, I, ne I never really liked this song. I, uh... I don't either. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, yeah. The video slideshow on this YouTube video is just amazing. <laughs> what is it? It's just white trash women in uh, oh, scant clothing. In all sorts. Some of them are holding hatchets. Some of them are exposing their bare pregnant bellies. Some of them are showing off old tattoos of Confederate flags. Uh, they're they're truly white trash. That's, Wonder wonderful. That's all. Wonderful. Um, yeah. Well, how about that? No. Oh. Here we go. What was this? This is Burning Dog by Sugar Ray. He's attempting to kill himself? <laughs> yeah. That's what they said? We sent the CD to my Look uncle. Sounds like the English beat or something. Yeah, yeah. Wow, very good comparison. Oh, thank you. I don't hate it. Maybe it's because of what we just heard before. Maybe. I, I've never liked this song as much as I do right now. Any other time I've heard it. But uh, I haven't heard it in years and years and years. That sounds good. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Definitely an eclectic album. Yeah, like, yeah interesting, man. Yeah, you know what? I, I, I don't mind it. I don't yeah. mind it. I don't mind it. Maybe, you know, just the... It, uh, it's definitely... It's better than just being filler, though. I, I don't hear filler. I mean, I definitely hear... There's enough different differentiation, you know, for me to be like, huh, you know, it's an interesting record. Oh, Crab Fist is back, Mike. At <laughs> Red Lobster? Yeah. Dude, yeah. look Oh, yeah, dude. Fucking rancid. This is a great song. I Want a Riot. Ska version. By Rancid. I love Rancid.
Does this song have lyrics? <laughs> yeah, dude. <laughs> you gotta give all the horn players <laughs> their solos first, though. <laughs> and then, and then the keyboard. This kind of works really well after that burning dog song yes. they just heard. Here it comes. So I never listened to a lot of this kind of ska. Yeah. It's kind of insane. Yeah. Like, like, like it's like their, their eyes are really wide singing this song. <laughs> yeah. like they come to, they come at you like this. Do you want to do? Do you want to do? Do you want to hear a song? <laughs> do you, you want to hear my band play a song? You fucking listen to this shit. I always stuck to like the. More punk ska, like less than J stuff. I mean, this is super. Not that this isn't punk, but you know, this is a lot more of like the genre ska, not ska punk. It's crazy, Adam. It's crazy. It's manic. This is so manic. The first time I uh, tried listening to the Aquabats, I told Andrew Savage that uh, if you listen to it too much, I thought your head might explode. <laughs> you know what I mean by that? Yeah. He did not. He was very confused uh, at that uh, at that synopsis of mine. But I mean, listen. Uh, I mean, imagine what that that piano player looks like <laughs> as he hits those. <laughs> keys. Think about think about his face. <laughs> the face on all those horn players, <laughs> like like little children. Like little children With after Mountain Dew. All open wide. I like that image. <laughs> you think the engineer was like, my God, who are all these people? <laughs> what is this band? I hope so. I'm, I will never be the same. <laughs> this song is called Even Though. I think this is one of the good ones I forgot about.
Okay, that seemed kind of like a lazy attempt at a Beatles kind of chorus. I don't. I, I don't like it, dude. I don't like this song. The verse is okay. The chorus kind of sucks. Liked um, it a lot at I'm, the time, I'm not, but <clears throat> I'm not into it. Yeah, nor am I. Even though, yeah, I don't know. I looked it up and I I couldn't find that. The Beavis and Butthead Do America soundtrack. Uh, That's fine. Went gold, platinum, or diamond. <laughs> diamond. <laughs> I'm t- assuming. Ten million. <laughs> Dude, fucking. Oh yeah. <laughs> Shit. This is ACDC. Fuck. Gone. Shoot. God damn it. Bang bang. Kind of reminds me of the riff of uh, the Beavis and Butthead intro music too. Oh yeah. It also reminds me of a lot of other ACDC songs. Yeah, well, they're all the same and they all rock. Hold that against them. I mean, it just this no, music is in their veins, Dude, and that's what they're, they're so out. they are so fucking good at it, and they're so they, tight. They, they do it. They do it better than anyone. No anyone. tighter band. I, I wish I could be in a band like this. You know, just like sitting there on the side playing guitar getting really fucking drunk I ain't gotta do nothing else but worry about my own ass
it's so good, dude. So good. Steady as a freight train. That was the most wonderful, sloppy solo. That was so great. That was fucking great. I was just soaking that in. Thank you, ACDC. That was amazing. Gone shooting. You know, you know you're going to have that song stuck in your head. People are going to be... Pulling yeah. that song up. That was one of my favorite ones on on the soundtrack. Dude, that yeah, as well it should have been. Okay, now we have a cover. Oh yeah. Steve Miller band cover. Miller Band's most well-respected track. I think a lot of people kind of hated this song. As it is rather cheesy. CD. I I didn't hate this song like uh, track one or Personal Space Invader or Live and Direct. Uh, and so I would not skip this one, but it, it, it never really 
grabbed me as one of my favorites or anything. But I would get it stuck in my head, you know? Yeah. It's oh, dude. Oh, my god. Just gosh. one of those earworm infectious kind of. It's kind of like um, Love Song by Selena Gomez. I can't say that I know that one. It's a great song. Is it? Let's. Uh, you want to sing it for us? Um. Ah, shit. How's it go? Um. I can't remember. It probably says love. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Mm, a couple times. Okay. All right. Cool. Well, there's some of it. Sounds good. I I, I love that song. Thank you. Five, oh seven, man, this is eight. hilarious. phone call left on an answering machine by a woman that's right in the throes of passion it sounded like yeah i don't i don't know i don't know this is pimpin ain't easy by mad head that was a great intro put that on my uh, sizzle reel for when i audition it to be a radio dj oh okay is that what you call it? Sizzle real? Yeah. Yeah. It's not, it's not, it isn't an easy job. It is not easy. It show is fun. It is very fun, but a lot of people have, there's a misconception about the ease in which to do business as a pimp. Shit ain't easy. It's fucking hard. Clever. say this is east or west coast oh you know this be west coast ass shit that's right that's right as uh, confirmed by the youtube comments somebody has to do it Somebody has to do it. Somebody has to pimp. Somebody has to pimp. Somebody has to do it. And we should be thankful and proud to be in America. But it sure is fun. Yeah. Um, N words, F words. 
All sorts of words. You got all of them. You got all of them up in this motherfucker. All right. Here's a song called Glory by Sugar Ray. Oh, that was the last track, uh, by the way. Oh, okay. Uh, We kind of played Beavis and Butthead out of order because some songs were on Apple Music, some songs were not. tell you about the movie called Stepdad or it, 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 it had Robin Williams and Billy Crystal and oh, they, they were both stepdads so. to this to this kid and Sugar Ray was in this movie they oh, were yeah. in the movie a lot like oh, this kid yeah, was like following them on tour or something right 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 yeah but that's all I can remember but there, you know I, I remember this one scene where Robin Williams teaches Billy Crystal how to headbutt somebody, and they're in the crowd trying to get to their stepson. <laughs> right. So now they're just going around headbutting, like person after person, to get to their stepson in the crowd. They just, they're just like going up to random people, boom, right in the head, just boom, 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 right in the fucking head. <laughs> just a bunch of innocent people, boom, right in the fucking forehead, just to get them out of their way. Oh yeah, dude. So like, fuck it, man, I'm stepdad. During a Sugar Ray concert. During a Sugar Ray concert. Martin McGrath didn't do shit about it. Dave Grohl wanted. Dave Grohl were, hey, 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 you get the fuck out of here right now. Yep. Yep, you'd be gone. So this song is uh, not good. Right? It's, it's, it's not. I, I think it's okay. It's called Glory. Um, Ain't no glory there. Yeah, it sucks, but that's all right. Um, they finish it with another new direction. Yeah, which is what the title of the first song was, which was thrash metal. The song is called "New Direction Outro." And it is a uh, the music from every morning played on some sort of keyboard. In a minor key. You didn't notice that, Adam? Well, I I mean, it's been so long since I heard it, I just haven't ever thought about it. It's clever. I like it. It's like a concept album up there with Pink Floyd. I mean, you got Dark Side of the Moon, and then you got 4995. 4995 1459 Oh <laughs> <laughs> Oh my gosh what what is wrong with me And uh, yeah that's how they uh, decided to close out this uh seminal album Nice 
awesome. It's strange. This is a weird little record, eclectic and uh, yeah, interesting record. I mean, it made for really. I mean, pair it together with Beavis and Butthead, and we we play with quite we, a few we, different we, we have an episode. Tonight. We have one hell of an episode. So check it out. Huge, huge shout out to my cousin Jason for introducing me to the band Dinosaur Pile. Dinosaur Pileup has become one of my favorite bands right now. I'm really excited about them. I love them very, very, very much. They've been around for a while. They are from England, somewhere in fucking England. I really, really enjoy this band. I've heard a lot of their songs, and I gotta say, most of the time, I'm fucking ecstatic about what I'm hearing. So great. Now, I think that we should listen to the first song of theirs that I listen to, which is called it's funny. Thrash metal cassette. Play that shit. <coughs> Thrash metal on the stereo. 16 hours a day. Yeah, driving a shit heat splitter. We got to get to LA. Goodness, yes. Okay, I kind of hear uh, White Limo. White Limo. Yeah. By Foo Fighters. Oh my gosh, chills up and down my spine. They're from England? Yeah. I thought they were an American band. Oh my goodness. I love this. <laughs> it's fucking awesome. Dude, they have to have heard White Limo. like this fucking love it dude it's fucking rocks shit what is happening
Yes. It's like love at first sight. Yeah. Man, I'm going to be listening to everything they've ever done at work tomorrow. I just already know it. Yeah. <clears throat> um, I'm a big, big fan of them. Dude, that was amazing. I am a big fucking fan. Um, do, uh, some, some other notable tracks oh that I've heard. On, honestly, most of the songs I've listened to by them, like 85, 90% of what I've heard from them, I really like. 11, 11. Um, Backfoot. Backfoot actually has splashes of almost hip hop, but oh. it's but it but it's great. It's fucking great. Eleven Eleven is kind of like droney, and really, really kind of droney. Um, and then um, there's a song called Peninsula. I think the verse is fucking great. The chorus I'm not too crazy about, but the verses I think are awesome. Uh, Dinosaur pileup. Dinosaur pileup. We just listened to a song called Thrash Metal Cassette. Yep, on tour right now. Yeah, I'm going to uh, check out their whole discography at work tomorrow. And uh, yeah, I can't wait for that. Yeah. Um, great. Well, it's good to be uh, it's good to be, be back. back here doing the podcast again after like a month off, you, it feels like. You know what? Um, yeah, no, I... It, Around the beginning and the middle of the show, I thought to myself, man, I'm just so happy to be doing this. Uh, this is so great. Uh, I'm into it. We happy to be to back. a really crazy collection of songs tonight. Yeah, we really did. We enjoyed ourselves tonight. This is, uh, I'm looking at the time right now. This is um, uh, a very long show. This, is, this episode is really long. Yeah. Props yeah. to whoever is here at the end. Uh, hats off to you. <clears throat> um, I got a lot of mucus. I'm oh, sure you can hear it. That's okay, man. But I'm getting better. Um, last week, not so much, but still, you know, I, I have incredible health. I'm blessed. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for sticking with us. You know, life is. <laughs> <laughs> you said all your positive stuff earlier. I know. I you did. should. You should be really negative right now. Everybody's really bullshit. Fuck you. Fuck you. Suck my asshole. Drink it out like a fucking chocolate milkshake. You piece of. Damn you, Adam, for bringing up. Yes, I have to be positive now, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. They say a man is what he thinks about all day. Woman, too. So you've got to have a clear picture in your mind of who you are. And more importantly, who you wish to become. Make sure the dream is big. So big that it scares you. Because if your dreams aren't big enough to scare you, then they're not big enough at all. That scares me. Don't make the mistake of telling yourself or feeling guilty that you don't deserve the greatest life that you can possibly imagine for yourself. Don't do that. That's a ridiculous thing. And don't judge other people for feeling the same way about themselves or feeling like, you know, they can achieve anything. Don't don't laugh. Don't laugh at people like that. That's not nice. Instead, you should feed into their ambition 
and their drive and find that within yourself. Ladies and gentlemen, we need each other. We need to love each other. Of course, we're going to squabble. We're going to fight. We're going to fuck up and embarrass ourselves. And, you know, sometimes we're going to become evil monsters, you know, and we need each other because if we don't help each other, then, you know, like everyone has the capability of becoming a monster and we need each other to heal each other. Okay, sometimes we, we can't do it ourselves. We need the help of others. So everybody in the world, you got to be willing. Your hands have to be out. They have to be helping hands. They've got to be out. And they have to be available to help, not to hurt people. So don't forget that. It's a hard thing to remember sometimes, but do your very best. And fuck off and eat my ass. Ladies and gentlemen, this has been episode, I don't fucking know, of 1991. Oh, this is episode 40, I think. Episode 40, probably, yeah. of 1990 I'm Michael. I'm out. And we'd like to bid you all good, good night. night.